T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. For me, I'm learning too on that whole timeline thing. So I don't, I don't want to. It'd be hard for me to. It wouldn't be fair to the kid. I don't think either to give an exact timeline. But to 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 be able to know that the goal is to get him back this year is really where we're at right now. You know. So I can't. I don't want to put it on the kid to pinpoint him to a certain time. Bears head coach Matt Nagy talking about the Bears' second round rookie. Left tackle Tevin Jenkins was scheduled to have back surgery today, and he will miss some of the regular season. As you heard Matt Nagy saying, we don't know how long he will be out. While we're at lots going on with the Bears, Justin Fields, sore groin, Cole Komet, sore hamstring, Eddie Goldman did not practice today because of a back injury. Akeem Hicks did return to practice today, as did James Daniels and Roquan Smith. I haven't even mentioned him today, but he was back out there practicing for the Bears today. I'm Mark Grody. It's Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score. We'll talk about the Cubs a little bit later on, but let's really get into it here on the Bears with Hub Arkish. And guests on the score, join us on the score hotline presented by Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Hub was at Hallis Hall today, and he joins us on the score now. Hello, Hub. How are you? I'm good, Mark. How are you doing? I am doing well. What was your reaction to the news that Tevin Jenkins is going to have or probably already has had his back surgery? Well, I can't say I was surprised. I, you know, I think we knew at some point that this was not going the way that the Bears wanted to. Uh, I actually, from my column for tomorrow's papers, I think it's up now at shawlocal.com. If anybody wants to go read it, I went through a timeline of the entire uh, situation. And the one thing I wanted to track down, because when I asked Matt, this morning, he couldn't answer. I don't think he was being difficult. I think he just didn't remember. I didn't remember either. But in fact, um, Tevin Jenkins did participate fully in rookie minicamp, all the OTAs, and the veteran minicamp. And we actually talked to him on the last day of the veteran minicamp. You know, and he said um, that he was looking forward to going down to Dallas and spending time with his girlfriend and his family, but that he was going to be working out 100% because he couldn't wait to get in pads. Um, uh, you know, and get back to the sounds and the smell of it. That, that's kind of the quote. Um, so he left, 
came back and has not seen the field since. Um, backs are funny animals. I think we talked about this a little bit today in the media room. I, I had my third back surgery um, last uh, November, so this is something I love a little bit about. And there is back surgery and there is back surgery, you know, and, and it really this depends on exactly what the issue is and what they're doing. You know, sometimes they'll go in just to clean up around a bulging disc. If the disc is already herniated, that becomes a whole different issue, needs to be removed. Um, they can do laminectomy, they can do discectomy, they can do fusions. Uh, I'm sure he's not getting a fusion. The, that, that would be a whole different ballgame, and that could conceivably be a career. Um, my guess is that he is getting some laminectomy, which is which is cleaning out the inside of the disc uh, where it might be pressing on nerves, but it has not um, herniated yet. That would be the hope. If that's the case, um, you know, you can talk about a full recovery in about eight to 10 weeks, whether that's good enough to play professional football or not, I don't know. So maybe you're talking 12 to 14 weeks. Um, but with the season still three weeks off, as far as the, the regular season opener, you know, my guess is that they're they're hoping that by doing this now, maybe somewhere around mid-season or shortly after, that they might get him back. This is all just speculation, though, because we don't know exactly what the surgery is. Well, let's keep the speculating going then. And you're right; that's it's a good word to use. That's what it is because we're all just guessing, and because we're not getting a lot of information right now from the Bears on the specifics of the surgery and the actual injury. Let's say Hub. Let's say he does come back in the, you know, 10 games in or whatever the case may be. Is it realistic that they could just plug and play him anyway? Well, at that point, somebody will have been playing the position, and the question is how well will they be playing it? If Jason Peters has anything left, then then Tevin Jenkins wasn't going to beat him out anyway because this guy's going to the Hall of Fame. Uh, we haven't had a chance to talk to Jason yet because he's still going through the COVID intake protocols. Uh, but I'm guessing that'll happen tomorrow or Saturday. Uh, I'm sure we won't see him Saturday. Um, but maybe he's on the field by the beginning of next week. Um, anything short of, of Jason Peters being able to play um, uh, and, and being able to stay healthy and hold up, though, then, yeah, I think they'll be looking at, at getting Jenkins in the lineup because they don't have anybody else who can play left tackle. Yeah, but we don't know um, if he can play the position yet. Like We don't, but we know he's a better prospect than anybody else. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. I mean, I, I'll tell you the guy that fascinates me. Um, Elijah Wilkinson is one of the nicest kids I've ever met. Uh, I don't think he's a starting tackle in the league, even on the right side. Definitely not on the left side. I've seen enough to know that. He, he possibly can be a backup right tackle and guard. Um Larry Borum was drafted as a right tackle because of the player he was at Missouri. But by the time we got to the draft, uh, he had completely changed his body since the end of his last year at Mizzou. Um, had dropped about 30 pounds, then put about 8 pounds back on in the weight room of pure muscle. Was watching him during the uh, rookie minicamp and OTAs, and his feet were much better than anything I expected from watching tape of his Missouri games. And so uh, I think he's gotten quicker, more agile. And, and, and to be honest with you, he may be a better left tackle prospect than Tevin Jenkins. We don't know because neither one of them uh, has ever played it. The assumption watching, or hasn't played it significantly, the assumption watching the tape on him at Missouri is that he was your classic right tackle, you know, the big 335, 340-pound mauler um, who's there to block the run. 
but he's actually more athletic and better than that. So um, we're going to have to see how this whole thing flushes out, Mark. I, I, you know, I don't know who the opening day starter at left tackle is. I don't know who's going to be there at week seven, week eight, if in fact there's any chance Tevin can get back that quickly. And so if they're struggling at the position, then yeah, I suspect that they would put him out there and see what he can do. But if somebody has settled in and is at least playing average or slightly better, then my guess would be even if they get him back at midseason, uh, it would be to, to, to work him in practice, to get him some experience, um, but he might not become a starter until next year. I guess maybe the 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 good news would be that for those that want to see the Bears run the ball a lot more, and I know that you you are one that has always questioned Matt Nagy on the the inability to run the football, except for the last you know four or five games last year. Hub, do you think that they will? Because I think the interior is pretty strong with James Daniels having returned Sam Mustafer and Cody Whitehair. They're going to have to take advantage of their strength on the offensive line, and that's it. Do you think that they're, they'll, they will? Matt Nagy will think he has to now run the ball more. Well, not not only are their three starters pretty good, but Alex Bars is good enough to start at any one of those three positions if he has to. Uh, Jermaine Effetti is is a better guard than he is a tackle. Uh, some weren't sure whether Borum was being drafted to be a tackle or a guard. Um, so they've got excellent depth there, you know, and, and it could be a strength of the team. The problem is that you, you still need the tackles, you know, to be really successful running the ball. Now, if Jermaine Effetti is ready, and this is where it gets really complicated, Mark, is he hasn't taken a snap in training camp. He's been on the pup list since camp began uh, with a hip flexor, and we don't know what his status is going to be. Um, they don't have starters at either position right now. So um, if a Fetty can be ready to go for opening day, then yes, I, I think that they can be a very effective running team regardless of who's at left tackle. Uh, they'll be pretty much a right-handed team if they're struggling on the left side. But again, if Peters is, if Peters is 90% of what he was up until a couple years ago um, and a Fetty can be healthy on the right side, they, they could come out of this okay. They're still going to be dangerously thin with nobody behind them at tackle. Um, I think I neglected to mention, talking about Larry Borum, that, that just when he was actually getting a rep or two at left tackle, he got a concussion 10 days ago yep. and hasn't practiced since. So um, it's just, there's there's nobody right now. It's Elijah Wilkinson, Lachavia Simmons, uh, Arlington Hambright, who's probably more a, a guard than a tackle, but but they thought could play either. Um, and then some eventual practice squad kids, and then Alex Bars. Alex Bars could very well turn out to be their best option at left tackle. Um, some people thought that that would be what he would be drafted as before he tore that ACL week five of his senior year at Notre Dame. Um, he had a little bit of experience there. Uh, talking to some of the coaches, they're just not convinced that his feet are good enough. Mm. Um, but looking at what your options are right now, Again, listen, Jason Peters is going to make it or not. I don't think, you know, it's not going to be another Orlando Pace situation where you bring him in and then by week six, week seven, you got to get him off the field. They won't keep him around if he can't get and stay in football shape or if he's not healthy. Um, So, you know, Bars is another guy to keep an eye on. But as long as they can get one of the tackle spots set, then with those three guys on the interior, they could be a very effective running football team. Um, you know, and I think that they're going to do that regardless, uh, Mark. What we know is that they need to be better in the run than they were the first uh, two and a half, two and two-thirds years under Matt Nagy. But you still got to throw the football in today's NFL. They're still going to have to find some balance on offense. 
Hub, I want to ask you about Akeem Hicks. And for people who don't know, he, he was back in practice today. Yesterday, he mysteriously left practice early. Today, uh, Matt Nagy, I guess the word would be he was curt with us in terms of any information, just back out there, wouldn't answer any follow-ups. He did he did uh, acknowledge that it's kind of, it was odd that he has no you know reason for him having left practice early. What do you make of the whole thing with Akeem Hicks? There's been something going on with Akeem since the end of last season, Mark, and I think we're all struggling to get our arms around exactly what it is. Um, he, from the time he got here, has been one of the best leaders in that locker room, one of the most accessible players with the media, someone who actually said things when he talked to you, would give you information, mm-hmm. very well-spoken. He has refused to talk to us since the end of last season. We have not talked to him since last December or January. We don't understand why um, uh, he was a no-show for everything but the mandatory veteran minicamp. Uh, we do know that there, there were these reports um, that the Bears may have shopped him uh, during the free agency period. I know that from sources that I trust to be, if not a fact, um, almost certainly untrue. In fact, what happened um, is his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, uh, approached the Bears about you know permission to seek a trade if they didn't want to give him a new contract. And, and uh, so if there were trade rumblings going on, those were being initiated by Akeem's camp, not by the Bears. And, and, you know, there's no reason to give him a new contract. He is in the final year of his deal. It was a $43 million deal that he got three years ago. Um, and so he's going to collect every penny of it. He's a 31-year-old defensive tackle who's been injured fairly significantly each of the last two years. You just don't extend guys like that. that that's not the way it works. And, and yet he appears to be very upset or very troubled about the fact that, that, it, that they won't give him a new contract. And he's not a happy camper right now. So, you know, what specifically happened uh, yesterday, I'm not going to speculate on that. It was certainly disappointing that, that, that Matt, you know, chose to treat it the way he did today with us. But in fairness to Matt Nagy, um, you know, he's got to deal with all 90 players. And when you've got one throwing temper tantrums and being a problem child, you, you can't just, you know, react to him. you got to react to the impact on the entire locker room. And um, so I do think it's fair to say with the very limited information that we have right now, minimally, um, that Akeem Hicks is, is apparently not particularly happy. I, I won't even say he's not happy with, with the organization. As near as we can tell, he's unhappy with his contract situation, and he appears to be acting out a little bit as a result of it. And the shame of it is if, if, he, if he would just talk to us, sit down and do an interview, tell us what's on your mind, You know, we're going to report it accurately, and it probably would help everybody. But you know, apparently he doesn't see it that, that way at this point. Yeah, you know, get it, get it off your chest, big fella. Maybe that would help him. But uh, yeah, apparently he doesn't want to do that yet. Hopefully we'll get some clarity on this. And who knows? I I don't know if maybe maybe what happened or whatever is going on in terms of him leaving the practice early was not under Matt Nagy's purview, so he's not at liberty to talk about it. I mean, there's obviously sensitive subjects that sometimes coaches can't discuss, but we just we just don't know, Hub. That's that's well, the whole thing. And, you know, Mark, uh, in this crazy social media world and, and, and with all the, quote, uh, citizen journalists out there who report things as if they know what they're talking about when they really don't have a clue, <laughs> uh-huh. um, you know, we're, we're reluctant to guess and speculate at things like this because while I'm, I, I wouldn't have even said that there's contract issues if I hadn't been able to, you know, pretty much confirm that in the last 48 hours. I'm not saying anybody's to blame or anybody is, is, is the, the villain here. 
Um, but the, the reason I just don't want to go any further is there's things that we don't know. It could right. have been COVID related. It could have been a close contact. It could have been a missed test. It could be a personal issue with his family. I mean, there's all kinds of things that could be going on. And the last thing we want to do is make things harder on the guy. Akeem is one of my favorite bearers. He, he's, he's uh, I'd almost call him a friend, you know, from doing a couple off the field things with him. I mean, we're not close, but um, so, you know, I, I think there's an obligation I know there's an obligation from going all the way back to my days of, uh, you know, journalistic ethics classes in college. <laughs> uh, you, you report it the best you can. Mm -hmm. And the best we can tell everybody is that we know he's not happy, but we just don't have enough facts to explain to you why. Hobbs, speaking of all the, the crazy social media media, Danny Parkins, who does the afternoon show here at The Score, was scalding you on Twitter because he said, and I only read headlines, Hub. So he was saying that you said that Justin Fields is the third best quarterback on the Chicago Bears. You care to react to that? Uh, he's right. I said that. Uh, unfortunately, he chose to take it completely out of context <laughs> because he knows that's not what I meant. Okay. Um, you know, and, and we were talking about the urgency to get him on the field uh, on day one. And what I said, it was actually on Bernsey's show. And, and I, I mean, I don't know. I, you, I think you told me or somebody told me about this, that he was tweeting or whatever he was doing. Um, but, um, uh, you know, basically what I tried to point out to everybody is that you've got one quarterback with 142 NFL starts that led five different teams to the playoffs. Um, and, and he went to three Pro Bowls, even though I don't think he really deserved any of them. Uh, and then you've got another quarterback who had one of the great years in NFL history in 2013, was a pro bowler with 27 TDs, uh, only two picks, um, won a playoff game that year, and then four years later came back and took a team to the Super Bowl and was the Super Bowl MVP. Then you've got a young man who is one of the best prospects I've seen in years, but has never faced a number one NFL defense. And so as of this moment, he is the third best NFL quarterback on the Bears roster because we don't know what he's going to look like when he gets on the field against a real defense and a real NFL team. Now, what I also pointed out is he has far and away the best arm talent of any of the three quarterbacks on the team. He is far and away the best athlete. He appears to have the great presence that you look for in the special QBs, maybe even as good as Foles and, 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 and Dalton. We'll just have to wait and see on that. And I couldn't be more excited about him. So to take that and try and spin it as I was dissing him in some way is certainly disappointing, uh, you know, but uh, that's the way some people choose to approach it. Um, at the end of the day, I expect Justin Fields to be the Bears starting quarterback before the season is over just because of the way things go. Uh, you know, it's hard to keep these guys healthy. Uh, the Bears have enough issues at a couple other positions. Uh, we've talked about the tackle situation. They don't yet have any proven depth at wide receiver. I don't know that the offense is going to take quantum leaps forward this year, no matter who the quarterback is. And if they don't, then he's going to get his chance to play before the year is over. Um, but this idea that it's a no-brainer and you put him out there on day one against the Bengals, it's just kind of football dumb. It's not the way it works in the NFL. There is an entire 53-man roster to consider. Um, there is a fan base that expects them not only to develop Justin Fields, but to win football games. And those two things could conceivably be mutually exclusive early until he's had a chance to get ready. Um, so I'm as excited to see him as anybody else. 
but I don't want to see him at the expense of what's the best interest of the other 52 guys in the locker room and this team's chance to get off to a decent start and maybe contend for a playoff spot and have that not happen because he makes the rookie mistakes that every rookie makes. Um, you know, when you're, what was it, 1-15 and 15 or 2-14, and 14, of course you put you know, Trevor Lawrence out there. Same thing with Zach Wilson. You even go back to 17 with the Bears and Trubisky. They're coming off, I think it was a 4-12 and 12 season or something like that. But he doesn't get out there until week four because you owe it to the team. You owe it to the organization to try and win as many games as you possibly can. And history is just overwhelming in that regard that it doesn't happen with rookie quarterbacks. So um, I, I'll just say it one more time. I think Justin Fields is going to be a really good quarterback. I can't wait to see him starting for the Bears. I do expect it to be uh, this season. It is not in the best interest of the team or the organization for that to be on opening day against the Bengals, based on what we've seen so far. The ultimate punchline, Mark, is, and I wrote this yesterday. I don't know if anybody's read that column yet. But um, his numbers last Saturday that everybody's raving about were almost as good as Mitch Trubisky's numbers in his first exhibition don't game. Do it, Hope, year. Don't do it, Don't do it. Well, it's a fact. I know. You know, yeah. I, you know, I've got to hide from the facts here. That's what our citizen journalists do, you know. Um, <laughs> we, we, we've kicked this around a thousand times. NFL first-round quarterbacks draft, drafted in the top 15 picks over the last 11 years have failed at the rate of 91%. Mm. Nine out of 10 have failed. And we're talking about number one overall picks, number two overall picks, just look at the most recent guys, you know, in Jameis Winston and Marcus Mariota, one and two. Go to the next year. You know, you got Jared Goff and Carson Wentz, one and two. None of them are even with the same team anymore in their second contract. And so, you know, I'm predicting that I do think that, that, that Justin Fields is going to be different. I do think he has a chance to be the exception, to be that one in ten. Um, but the idea that it's automatic, you just throw him out there and, and all the consequences be damned, it just doesn't work that way. Bob, great stuff as always. I appreciate your time, and uh, I'll be seeing you out at Hallis Hall, brother. Thank you. Mark, thank you for having me. And by the way, yes. I have nothing against guys who love cats. I, I just want to be clear <laughs> with you on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, we did learn something about James Daniels today, and if people listen to the station, they know that I own a cat. And damn it, Hub, I love my cat. And, and you should. You know how passionate and, and, and dedicated and love I am with my dogs. Uh, I, I don't want to take your time. It's your no, show, no, it's okay. I, I just want to tell you, the, the reason I don't like cats, I worked my way through the University of Michigan uh, running the, the, uh, the animal hospital at the University Laboratory of Animal uh, Medicine. And uh, over the years, because I needed the job, I kept getting certified. Eventually, I became a certified lab tech one, which in those days meant that I could handle everything, including even big cats, although we didn't have lions and tigers coming through. And you're not talking about James Daniels either. No, 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 no. Although I did see big cat out there. Yes. Uh, uh, you mean James Williams. Um, yeah. What did I say? Uh, oh, I said James uh, Daniels. No. Well, because James is the cat owner. <laughs> right, right. All I'm getting to here is that I had a room of about 100 to 120 cats that I took care of every day. And because they were research animals, oh, I had to, oh, I had to no. pill them. I had to give them medicine every oh, day. Oh, no. I would say for my three years in Ann Arbor, I got bit on average 11 <laughs> times a day by cats, 365 <laughs> days a year. Couldn't quit the job. And I left swearing I would never own a cat. But that said, <laughs> I love all animals, and I understand why you do. Oh, man, that's how I hope Argus getting bitten by cats at a at a very remarkable rate that is that is wonderful hub and i, I am not going to let you get away without me expressing public sympathy now to oh. you for real real 
I, it, it affected me, man. I saw that you know you lost one of your golden retrievers, and when you own an animal, as you just said, it's like a different. Like some people know the feeling, and others don't. And I understand it. So I'm so sorry that you lost your one of your uh, your your pups, and it's your golden retriever. I appreciate it, Mark. It was Mason. Uh, he had to leave us Monday night, and 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 I tell I told all my kids who are also all now proud golden retriever owners. We make a bargain with these guys when we adopt them, uh, and, and we know that we're going to outlive them. Mm-hmm. You know, so you do have to prepare yourself for that. But nonetheless, when the time comes, and particularly when it's a bit sudden and shocking, as Mason was Monday night, it's just it's soul crushing. You know, yeah. and, and uh, we've had 48 hours. Uh, I'm not going to pretend that everything's okay, but but we're getting better. And and I, I will tell you this: um, I, you saw the tweet. Um, there's been over 3,000 responses now. I think. Um, you know how I hate Twitter, um, but but that many people to reach yeah. out to try and console my wife and I, um, it, it kind of renewed my faith in people, and it, and it really it's helped. It's helped us get through the Good. last forty eight days. So, not everything about Twitter sucks. Most of <laughs> us, but not everything. <laughs> right, right. Um, Hub, thank you so much, man. I appreciate your time. Have a good night, man. Yep, that is the Hub Arkish. Yeah, you know, you know, like I'm not gonna sit here and dwell on this and make this a, a animals dying show. But if you if you own a pet, no matter what the pet is, you know the love of an animal, and it's devastating when they go. And this is not something that I always knew. You know, this is a relatively new thing for me. Uh, we got to take a break. But Bears fans, here's what I want you to think about during the break, and call in if you would like at three one two six forty four sixty seven sixty seven. And it pertains to to Justin Fields. And you heard Hub Arkish making a pretty strong case that history says it's not wise to start a rookie quarterback. Has anything changed your mind so far of what we've reported in training camp from what you saw in the preseason game? Do you want Justin Fields to be the starting quarterback for the Chicago Bears on September 12th when they do play the Rams in Los Angeles? Or has something changed your mind that you have heard or seen, and obviously Justin Fields dealing with a sore groin right now, but I do want to know where you stand right now on Justin Fields, and does the offensive line factor in to your answer? 312-644-6767 is the number. I, I will, I'm going to have to play the cat stuff from James Daniels coming up as well. So lots more Bears. We'll get to the Cubs as well. I'm Mark Grody at Chicago Sports Radio 670 to score. One other thing, when you talk to Mark Brody today uh, prior to the pregame show, you never ask him about his cat. And I would say, you know, as a young single man, which Mark is, he does have a cat, and I think he would appreciate once in a while just asking how his cat is. And um, just <laughs> as a friend of friend, he would appreciate that. <laughs> that's, that's the boss, Mitch Rosen, calling in live on the score during a transition with Les Grobstein and me, Mark Rohde. Because, yeah, I own a cat, and I love my cat. He's Dave the Cat. I'm a catchler. It's a thing, man. There's more dudes, single dudes, getting cats out there because cats are awesome, man. They're cool. They kind of, like, they're just windows where they're around, and they're hanging out with you, and they play, and they're affectionate, and then they just go away and sleep for, like, five hours. I mean, what could be better? They're just not a bother. They're not. I mean, they want to be fed. They want a little bit of affection, just a little. And, you know, they want to play a little bit. They want a little entertainment. But other than that, man, it's it's low maintenance, and they're just they're just adorbs. But um, now we're going to have to play the 
Um, and I'm going to get to all your Bears calls. I see you guys hanging in there, 312-644-6767. I'm asking, I'm checking in with Bears fans about, has anything changed your mind in terms of wanting Justin Fields to be the day one starter? Some of the things that Hub Arkish was saying about the tendency for first-round picks or rookies to not work out, or what may be something that you've heard or seen that has turned you off, maybe the offensive line, or maybe the slight groin injury that Justin Fields is dealing with. So I'll get to you, get to that here in a second. But since Hub brought up cats, the reason that it came up out at Hallis Hall today is because James Daniels returned from his quad injury, the Bears' fine guard, and um, he had this to say and to reveal to us out there. I was sad probably for like a week. Wait, hold on at a my second. Surgery, hold on, hold on. Hold, on, hold on, hold on. My bad. I did not give the proper context there. Um, what he is talking about in the beginning is last year missing all those games because of a pectoral injury. And, and let us let us start the tape once again now that I've done a better job. I was sad probably for like a week. Had my surgery. I was in pain the entire time I was in my sling. That was awful. When I was hurt, I mean, it started – I started realizing, like, appreciating, like, the situation I had. Like, I, so I live alone. So my mom came here to live with me because I couldn't drive. I couldn't do anything. I couldn't. And so she lived with me, which was very nice. I got to spend time with my mom. I got to spend time with my cat, with my girlfriend. It's, it made me, like, realize, like, really appreciate, like, the game. What kind of cat do you have? What? What kind of cat? It's a, uh... She was a formal, like, feral cat. Me and my girlfriend, we adopted her from a shelter in St. Louis. She's, like, small and orange. An orange tabby with a clipped ear. Because she was supposed to be a catch and release, but she wasn't. I mean, that is touching there from... See? See? But he still got the girlfriend. <laughs> so, I think. I think. But, he, look, he's, he's, a, he's a catchler, too. So, James Daniels and I, basically, basically the same. All right. Stop messing around. Let's get to the calls. 312-644-6767. We start with Jack in Green Bay. Hi, Jack. Hey, Mark. How you doing? Great show. Thank you. What's up? Hey, I got a quick question for you. What are your contacts, or I'd love your insight on what you think the performance level was of Jordan Love on Saturday night's preseason game up at Lambeau. Have you heard anything good, bad, or indifferent? I haven't heard a thing, man. I didn't see it, nor did I catch the highlights or, or anything. It's a hell of a way to start right there. I, I got nothing. You didn't see the game? Jack, you told well, me. Yeah, we were there. I thought he I thought he looked great, but he hurt his shoulder. Now, I, I don't know what they're, if they're hiding anything after that injury or not, but okay. he definitely was out of practice on Monday. All so. right, all right. Jack, you just you keep calling and giving us those reports on Jordan Love. I appreciate it. Not exactly what I was looking for to, to start off all these calls, but that's all right. That's okay. I just got nothing for you. I did not watch Jordan Love play football. Larry on the south side. What's going on, man? You're on the score. Yeah, man, Justin Fields should be starter from day one. And let, and, and, and let me give you a couple of reasons why I feel okay. this way. Okay. Now, all during, the, all during training camp, you know, I'm interested in how Justin Fields is doing. He's looking great. Last week, everybody was wowed by the throws he was making. Then he had the game on Saturday. He looked great. So this backed up how, how I thought that uh, Justin Fields would do. And so to see Justin Fields and then the so-called lack of experience that he has, well, what he brings to the table more than make up for that. And so I think it's Justin Fields' time. It, it, it amazed me that Andy Dalton strutting around talking about it's his time. He's a backup quarterback. 
I don't I don't get it. I mean, I just think Justin Fields is the better quarterback. Let him play. He's a franchise now. Let him play. Thanks for the call. And the for those wanting, and I'll tell you what I think here in a second, but for those wanting Justin Fields to be the, the starting quarterback, there's always been the little opening that Matt Nagy has left. He's been pretty steadfast in saying that, well, he has been steadfast in saying that Andy Dalton is going to be the starter. But one little thing that he usually adds as an addendum or just part of his sentence is that we are going to do whatever is best for the Chicago Bears. So if there is some point in time where, and, and that leaves an opening for Matt Nagy and his coaching staff to change their mind. If they feel earnestly that Justin Fields will give them the best chance to win football games, he will be the guy on September 12th. I think it should be Andy Dalton on September 12th. And I've only come to that realization today. And it's because of a couple things. It's because of the offensive line. It's because of the Tevin Jenkins thing that whatever hope that there was for him being the left tackle is obviously out the door. Um, you, You just don't know what you're going to get from the bears offensive line this year. And, you know, hubs very confident about Jason Peters and he, you know, Guy, the guy's going to be in the Hall of Fame someday. So, but he is thirty nine. So that, that I think that those are you know two things that have to both be considered. That we we know the skill and the resume. We also know how old he is. We still don't know what's going on exactly with Jermaine Effetti on the right side. Is, is Latavius Simmons starting at right tackle for the Bears this year? So I, I don't know that I want to see him in a free for all offensive line situation, especially in that first game against that defense and those Rams and Aaron Donald and company and Leonard Floyd. Uh, I don't know if I want to see that right away. And I know it, it it would make sense to say, take the guy with the elusiveness and the four, four speed and let him, you know, make something out of nothing. Whereas Andy Dalton does not have those skills, but eventually you're going to get hurt. If, if the pocket is collapsing every single time, eventually you're not going to see somebody on your blind side that's going to get you. So today kind of clinched it for me that I don't know if, and maybe the Bears offensive line will be good. Maybe they'll figure it out like they did last year when they had the injuries and the ineffectiveness. But as of right now, I'm not comfortable with that. And then just throw in the the groin thing, the sore groin, that that. You know, I'm just like everybody. I want to see Justin Fields. I want to see him badly. But I think for right now, cool it a little bit and and go Andy Dalton. Uh, 312-644-6767 is the number. Am I going to Err at the top there? Is that that right? Or am I going to – where am I going here? Oh, we're going to Hanan. Hanan, you're on the score. What's going on? Hey, how you guys doing? I had the same opinion you did. I would not start Justin Fields just because he has to face Aaron Donald the first game. Uh, that would lower his confidence throughout this year if he has a bad game, you know. Yeah, amen, Hanan. I I agree. Like, it's it, – you don't want to – I mean, not just because of Aaron Donald necessarily. I mean, I'm saying more because of what's going on with the offensive line. Is Hub – you know, laid it out to what what weapons do you have for sure beyond Allen Robinson and Darnell Mooney? Maybe the test pattern should be Andy Dalton and not Justin Fields. But a lot of you guys want to weigh in. We'll continue to do it. I got to take a quick break. 312-644-6767. It's Mark Grody on Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. 
Mark Rody with you on Chicago Sports Radio 670. The score. But everything you heard lately, the offensive line in shambles for the Bears, at least the, the outside portions of it, left and right tackle. Some of the information and facts about rookie quarterbacks starting. Justin Fields has a sore groin at this point in time. Do you, if you are one who believes that Justin Fields should start, do you still feel that way? Who would you like to see start on September 12th, Andy Dalton or Justin Fields? Get to more of your calls here in just a second. 312-644-6767 is the the number. Uh, From the 262, cats are evil and we are their servants. Dogs give you unconditional love. It doesn't care about anything but you. That you are... 100% 100% right, except about the cats are evil portion right there. They're not. They're not. They're, they, you you got to let them come to you. You know, not not everything is instant gratification in life. And here's another thing. I don't want this to turn into cats versus dogs. I love dogs. Dogs are incredible. I'm the guy. I live in a high rise. I'm the guy who, when there are dogs in the lobby or dogs in the elevator, I always ask the owner, may I pet your dog? Because I love dogs, and I want to get to know dogs, all dogs. They're all over the place. They're, they're wonderful animals. I just happen to love cats, too. All right, let's go to Dave in Rockford. Hi, Dave. You're on the score. All right, so let's step away from the cats. Nobody will get hurt. Okay, okay fair Listen, enough. 100%, 100% be patient with Justin Fields. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, let the young man develop. How old is he? 21 years old. Everybody wants, right now, I got my Big Mac fries and a Coke, and I want to be through the line in 20 seconds, or else I'm pissed because now I'm waiting for 23 seconds. Settle down. Uh What did Nagy say? 15-year program. This guy could be the Aaron Rodgers of the Chicago Bears for the next 15 years, let him develop, let him be patient, let him learn patience. We'll be patient with him, and then there's like Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl down the line. No way, no way he starts right now. All right, Dave, I I appreciate the call, and um, patience probably is a good thing, a good idea. I think... I think 100% of Bears fans can't wait to see Justin Fields be the quarterback. So I I say 100% because I'm not making some sort of revelation of a statement when I say everybody wants to see him. But I, I like I said, I think it should be Andy Dalton at this point because I just don't want to see him get ruined or injured. I mean, can you imagine that Like at any point in time? There's a Justin Fields, like, real injury. Now, he's got this groin thing, which does have me a little nervous. But, like, if there's a real injury, talk about talk about a buzzkill to a season. So, I'm kind of I'm down with you on the, the patience part. And it's taken me a while to get to this point. Like I said, today was the first day that I said in my mind, and that I'm saying on the radio right now, it should be Andy Dalton starting the season on September 12th. And it does have to do with the news of Tevin Jenkins having the back surgery. Not that he was going to necessarily be a great defense or offensive tackle right away anyway, but it just sort of is symbolic of some of the issues the Bears have on that offensive line and, you know, the offense in general, which has 
not been great over the last, you know, under Matt Nagy. It has never gotten to that superpower that we thought it might be considering the skills and the background that Matt Nagy has. So, yeah, it that's the realization I came to today. What about you? Let's go to Nolan. Nolan in um, some place in the city of Chicago. I know. I'm in, <laughs> I'm in Champaign-Urbana. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah, man. Hey, uh, dude, I love you. Thanks, uh, one dude. of my favorite guys since Abaticola. Oh, so, thanks, Nolan. Like, I appreciate that. Yeah, dude, I appreciate you a lot. Hey, um, I was reading, I don't know who it was, if it was ESPN or whatever, but that the strength of schedule for the Bears this year is significantly more difficult than last year. And if we were having this conversation a year ago, it might be, yo, start fields week one. But this year, it would kind of want to make sense to throw fields out there like to the Wolves. Get right. the strength of schedule. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, there is, there is something to that. However, I will, I will say this, and Nolan, thanks for the call, and I appreciate the kind words as well. Um, strength of – like, I don't get into the strength of schedule of the NFL maybe as much as some other people. When you see that schedule, you're like, oh, look at all these hard teams. on the. There are definitely teams you could look at and say, yeah, I, you're pretty damn sure that team's going to be good. But it's the NFL, and it changes fast. So there might be, and I don't have the bear schedule right out in front of me. There, there might be a couple of games where you look at them and say, "Yeah, I could definitely say that's going to be a Bears loss, or at least a, a really big time challenge." But we know how the NFL works, and we know that teams can, as the Bears did, win twelve games one year and then win eight, you know, the next two years, or eight and eight for two, you know, for consecutive seasons, where the bottom drops out for whatever reason. Um, so I don't. While I get where you're coming from with that, or anybody who is into strength of schedule, it's not something that I put a lot of stock into. Let's go to Rudy in Minnesota. Rudy, you're on the score. Yes, sir. Grody's. How are you today? I am well. How are you, Rudy? Pretty good. I wanted to preface my Bears conversation with saying I also I also am a cat owner. Nice. And I have actually have three tuxedos. Really? And they're they're all cool as hell. One of them jumps like five feet in the air when I throw little uh, rings, like Gatorade rings. Oh, they're athletes, the man. They're athletes, bottles. aren't they? They're, they're just incredible. I wish I could jump that high, but I was 52. <laughs> I'd probably break both of my ankles. I hear you, man. But uh, with the Bears conversation, though, I can't, I can't logically see putting Justin Fields out there right now just because of the state of the O-line. I mean, I feel like a 15-year-old kid with a brand-new 2021 Ford Mustang in the driveway, but I have no driver's license. Mm. But I want to drive it anyway. You know, I want to put him out there right away. But yeah. it's, it's, I just can't see how we're going to protect him. I kind of want to use Dalton as a crash test dummy for the first couple games just to see if, he, if the O-line is holding up. If it is holding up, put him out there in, like, game three, Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if, if Dalton's taking hits, from the O line for the uh, first couple games, I, I I'd say hold off. Rudy, thanks for the call, man. And look, it's been it's got to be tempting for Matt Nagy to to take out that that brand new Mustang for sure. I mean, and he he's expressed that, and he you know it's it's good for him. Obviously, if Justin Fields turns out to be the star that a lot of us are projecting him to be, and it's really difficult in this city to be patient with a quarterback because we've seen Andy Dalton's come through Chicago before. What we haven't seen is the, the seemingly excellent skill set of 
Justin Fields from everything. The ability to run, the ability to throw the ball down the field, the ability to think on and off the field like he's a smart dude and you could kind of see it on the field and obviously he is you know past all the the off the field tests as well like he's a really smart guy so it's so tempting to want to just throw the guy in but i think that this this camp and what has gone on it's 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 helped to give us a little bit of pause um and i also think that to conclude this segment as well what I what really needs to be said, and the last caller mentioned as well, three cats. It's okay to be a man and own a cat. It's okay to be a catchler. I don't know if the last caller was Rudy. I don't know if he was a single man or not, um, but it's okay. It's time to come out of the cat closet, and we can love dogs and cats as well. They're like this this wonderful little secret. Um and I'm here to promote that and make it okay. Bring it to the light here. Is there a problem with like guys and cats or something? Well, like- I think there's been a stigma attached to it. Like I think it goes with women too. Like women get they get the cat lady thing. Now that's a different thing. Like if you got like 12 cats or whatever, that that can be problematic. But it's like cats have always had this association, like somehow if you are living with a cat, like it's not as cool as having a dog or it's different. But in fact, Brandon, it's the same thing. They are they're completely different animals, but it is just as rewarding. And look, they want a little from you, but they don't want a lot from you. And that is a beautiful, beautiful thing. So. Uh, Brandon, do you own a dog or a cat? I'm, t- I'm guessing no. I'm guessing no. I had a dog. My dog passed away. I'm sorry. Uh, like a year ago. Sorry. But cats, I don't really mess with only because I'm allergic. So it's nothing I have nothing okay. against them. That's- okay. That, that's acceptable. But I have friends. That own cats? Who, that own cats. And you so probably we- keep your distance from those. Yeah, I don't go over their house. <laughs> so you'll not be visiting my pad anytime soon either. But uh, But yeah. Andy Dalton, your starting quarterback. Cats are cool. I'm Mark Grody. This is Chicago Sports Radio 670 The Score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.